toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. We are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. This episode is sponsored by Tom Palladino with Scalar Light. Sign up and receive your 30-day free Scalar Light healing at scalarlight.com. And you can listen to our interviews with Tom and the amazing benefits and healing potential in episodes 73, 78, and 90. And I've personally been receiving the scalar light daily and have really noticed the shifts in energy, including chakra balancing, energy clearing, and nutrient support. And it's also a gift I've been able to provide for my family. If it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin to invite you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present and take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. So I'm going to start out this episode with just a short personal story that I think is impactful because it really resonates with this topic of victim mentality that I did not even realize I was 
a part of. And so it came across in a group that I had been in. It was mostly an online group, but they did have some in-person meetings. And for those of you, the super quick version of my story is that I have a back condition called scoliosis. It's a curvature of the spine. And I was looking for other people to help me with some of the issues associated, the physical pain and some of the mental emotional issues I had struggled with from having uh, surgery from spinal fusion surgery when I was really young. So I was looking outward to find some relief and comfort on many different levels. And so I initially found an online group and messaged back and forth with people and noticed that a lot of what was being shared was basically all the things that were going wrong. It's basically emphasizing all the pain, kind of almost a little bit on the doom and gloom side, like the things I would have to look forward to because it didn't get any better. And it focused so much on mostly the physical pain, but there was definitely also some mental emotional issues as well. And I found that being in that group kept me in a lower vibrational state. And so what do I mean by that? That my perception actually shifted towards, well, this is what I can only expect. I can only expect surviving at best. I can only expect mm, maybe a slight decrease of the pain, but this is the only thing that I have to look forward to. And I really immersed myself in this group because some of them were, you know, air quotes, experts in their field. So I listened to them thinking that, okay, they know more than I do about this condition and about the body and eventually found myself going, wait a minute. And really taking a pause and being like, is this what I really desire in my life? Is this the type of energy and the people that I want to surround myself with, even though if I really checked in on a heart level, on this higher vibrational level of soul, spirit, whatever you'd like to call it, I truly felt that I could be pain-free, but I wasn't really seeing that in the group. So for quite a few months, I basically stayed at that level of, well, this is just the way it is. The bad things are going to happen and there's nothing I can do about it. And it made me almost kind of jaded. Like, like I really didn't like my body. Like, why did I have to have this condition? And it kept me in a really lower just lower and honestly, just grumpy place. Uh, so that's one way that we can find ourselves kind of stuck in victim mentality. When we knowingly or unknowingly surround ourselves with people that are also stuck and not allowing us to grow and evolve. And so I learned that it was so important in my own healing journey to surround myself with people that were basically going to the feelings and the places and the level of living that I wanted to go to. And I had to search those people out and not necessarily an easy thing to do, but definitely, definitely possible. And so I was able to leave that group behind, you know, wish them well and hope they were able to find less suffering and find a group that resonated with the pain-free and vibrant lifestyle that I truly wanted to live out every day. 
That's such a beautiful story about really just, you know, recognizing, well, how we can truly get caught up in that victim mentality cycle with the people that we are associating with, whether it's a group that says they're the experts in their field or, you know, people who are sick and and don't believe that there's a way out. And, you know, so we can get stuck in that cycle and, you know, we can get stuck in that cycle with friendships or partners or, you know, anybody that enters our life. I remember, you know, I had a friend back in the day that we, we were in this pattern that, you know, she would come to me and complain about her, her relationship and her marriage. And, you know, there was, she was always the victim, like she didn't do anything wrong. And, and he was the, you know, the bad guy in the relationship quote, you know, and I realized that she's just wanting someone else to confirm to, to her that, you know, she is the victim and that, you know, she is, the person with, you know, this bad stuff happening to her, but not wanting to really take responsibility. And so I found myself in this role of enabling that behavior. And so I had to really take a step back and recognize, hey, I don't want to enable anyone. I want to empower them, you know, because we're all empowered to move from victimization. I, cause I was part of that victim cycle as well. And, you know, and so when we get stuck in that enabling, it's like, we, we are having to take responsibility. We feel like, I know I felt like I had to take responsibility for her pain and suffering. And, but that's not, you know, the reality, because that's still in that, that victim cycle. And so when we really start to step out of that and recognize, oh, wait, we can, you know, change the, the story here and that I'm not responsible for anybody else. And that person, you know, they have to make a choice how they're going to step out of their own victim mentality. And so sometimes it's about even, you know, cutting ourselves off from the people in our lives that keep us stuck, you know, taking a step out of those, those groups that are perpetuating the victim cycle, the friends, the partners, you know, and so enabling or excuse me, empowering ourselves to be different in the relationship and allow each other to have personal responsibility. I think that is huge. Yes. Personal responsibility is huge. And you mentioned, you know, um, you know, outside relationships, whether that's with, you know, partners or support, quote unquote, support groups or things, but also the relationship within ourselves. Mm. I think, what came up for me is I started calling myself out on some of the excuses that I was making for myself. And I've seen this in other people as well, people I love dearly. Like we we want to stay safe and we like to be comfortable at times because the unfamiliar is scary. I totally get that. So we start making excuses. And I think this is how victim mentality can like creep in our subconscious. And they can be, you know, just small excuses. They'd be like, oh, well, it's just my genetics or, well, I don't, I just don't have the attention span for that. Or I was diagnosed with, you know, fill in the blank. So there's just no way I could do that job. And it's so interesting to me how, yes, some of those excuses may be 
partly true on one level, but it can also really hinder our growth. Because so often I truly feel that our struggles are meant to be our teachers. And so if we keep allowing our struggles, whatever that may be, to have power over us and to keep us down, basically keep us playing it small. We've talked about that in a previous episode. But if we allow those excuses to not shine our light, then that to me can be a very like stuck pattern we can keep ourselves in. I actually think that when we push outside, even though I know it's it can be really hard, but to push outside of our comfort zone, even just a tiny bit, like we are showing up to our true selves. And although we might think, oh, I don't know, this is new territory. This is not who I think of myself to be. I'm this person over here. You know, that's where I feel like there's so much growth potential that we shy away from when we're making excuses. Absolutely. And not only that, you know, just something I wanted to touch on. We are in a place of allowing someone else to, you know, the enabling or, or not giving them personal responsibility or not taking responsibility for our own stuff. It's really a disservice because then it takes away from our own empowerment when we, where we get to finally see that, oh, this is an opportunity to grow. And so, you know, just to say that as a caveat, because we are all sovereign beings, right? So we can really tune in and, you know, recognize that, when we tap in and say, okay, what is happening here, right? Is this happening to me, which is, you know, victim mentality, or is it happening for me? And so when something is happening for us, even if it's like, you know, the loss of a relationship or loss of a job, you know, those are ways the universe starts to really tap in and, and speak to us and saying, well, maybe this relationship isn't serving or what can I, what can I learn from this? You know, what is it within me that I can help heal or, or look at? And, you know, what do I really want? Is my vibration even matching this relationship anymore? And so really taking the opportunity to look at the deeper feelings that are under there, because that's where the growth happens is when we truly look at the deeper feelings rather than looking outside and blaming. I know there's a Gay Hendricks. I, I remember listening to him. I've, I listened to him for years, a long time ago, but one thing that really stuck with me from his work is that he said, well, when you start looking and pointing the finger outward, you know, turn that finger right back around and start looking at within because it's no one else's fault other than, you know, it's, and I don't want to say it's, you know, anyone's fault, but it's our responsibility to take a look at the deeper issue so we can fully take responsibility and move forward. Yes, I, I so agree. Taking responsibility is quite the lesson to be learned, I think, especially uh, nowadays where, you know, we can make anonymous comments and no one knows who we are, or we can, you know, hide behind a screen, or we don't have to really show up in a physical way. And so I think just for my own personal growth, taking responsibility for my own health on all levels, taking responsibility of saying no, like that was a huge one for me, even, even for good opportunities. 
you know, like, no, I just, I just don't have the capacity or the time right now. I put in my self-care practices first and that stays at the core of, of how I plan out my day or my week and really holding to those because that's super empowering. And so I feel like we have to remember no one is born a victim. These are all things that are learned, whether it's things we've seen with our, our family growing up, like generational, whether it's something we're exposed to from social media or something that we see just in the public. I think it's just so good to remind ourselves that, no, in order for me to embrace empowerment, I also need to be responsible for my day-to-day choices. And so for me, practicing saying no and really getting clear and firm on my emotional boundaries, um, just being highly empathic, I would just kind of take it all on and think that I that that was my job because that's what was introduced to me as a young girl. Like, well, I'm just supposed to take it all uh, and just owning my power and saying, no, this just isn't the right decision for me at this time. Absolutely. Those are some really beautiful practices. I think, you know, just that self-awareness is huge. And so for me, you know, it's, it's really about sitting down and and meditating and reflecting, you know, what am I feeling right now? How did this person outside of me trigger me? And what does this mean for me? Because I'm the only one that can really heal that, right? It's not about what they did. They're just a mirror reflecting back to me about, you know, something that I still have to heal. And when I can take responsibility and look at that person as a mirror, the world as a mirror, like the circumstances of my life as a mirror, I can truly look at what is maybe reflecting back and and where there might be stuck energy in my life. You know, I've been doing a lot of work lately on manifesting and and things I want to create. And I'm realizing, you know, there's some stuck energy within me that is keeping me from fully realizing my true potential. So I've been doing a lot of work on the inner person, the inner, the emotions, you know, around different chakras and different energy bodies that I have, you know, and so that's starting to really shift things for me because there's a reason why these things are not occurring, or maybe also not to get too much down a rabbit hole, but like there's, you know, other factors like divine timing and, you know, I'm working on patience and, you know, but also, but the inner part of me that I've noticed these patterns that are showing up in my life that I know I still have to work on. And so, but it's nobody else's fault that I haven't created or manifested these things that I want. But when I, when you take that power back and you empower yourself to really look at that, then you can move forward and you can recognize that you truly are a sovereign being. We're all sovereign. We have the potential to create whatever we want. You know, when I look back at my life, I'm like, wow, I've come so far because I have stopped and taken the steps to really open up to personal responsibility and it's a really powerful journey when you can really bring in that self-awareness piece and start to question and look within. Yes. And I love that you bring up the fact of you took the time 
to have different self-awareness practices. And that's so interesting because I do find, whether it's myself or other people that find themselves stuck in whether it's relationship patterns or mindset patterns, they're not taking the time to really kind of, with kindness and gentleness, kind of self-analyze. And that, that does take some like blocked off time. And I know this doesn't sound maybe very highly spiritual, but honestly, time blocking in my schedule and purposely putting in time for the self-awareness practices that I need. Like every morning, I make sure that I block off time to have a meditation practice and journaling because that helps draw in that awareness. And I start asking those really tough questions for myself. Like, am I playing a victim here? Am I just you know, allowing somebody else or just giving away my power to someone or something else. So I do think that that's an important part of getting out of victim mentality is like literally block the time in your schedule, whether that's, you know, morning or evening or whatever works best for you to do some of these self-inquiry practices, whether that's journaling or meditation or something for yourself that really allows you to dive deep inward. Because that, at least as far as I know, will begin the transformation process of moving from that lower vibrational stuck energy into a higher, like, how do I want to feel? Who do I want to become? I think that is, is one of the drivers or the energetic shifts The who, who do I want to become now that we need to really hold space for in order to transition from that lower to higher mentality. Absolutely. And I think that sounds very spiritual, you know, just taking the time because I think we have to block out that time in order to really, you know, like I have it in my calendar. Like that's how intentional I am. And I think that sends a, a message to universe. Like this is time for me. This is time to connect. And for me to, that's actually the first thing that I put on my calendar because so often people will be like, oh, I'll get all the the work stuff done and the family stuff done and all the, and then whatever time is left over, you know, maybe I'll squeeze Mm -hmm. in a three minute meditation. And I'm like, no, no, no. I tell, you know, my coaching clients, I'm like, no, put in the intentional inner work time first. Like that's at the core and then allow the other things to block in around that. And, you know, I think, I mean, absolutely. I think, you know, we have to be intentional about that time, you know, and we do live in a time oriented place. And, you know, I think it's important to let other things take priority, but if we add it in as like an appointment into our calendar, it gets done, which, you know, brings me to something that I think is really important to recognize as well is that you know, we all have choice, you know, we get to choose and to recognize that each choice we make is a decision and we can recognize that we're empowered to have different choices throughout the day. And we get to choose to take that time. We get to choose, you know, what we want to do with that time. And if we want to sit in front of the TV, that's a choice. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are, you know, if that's what you do and you're distracting and you're, you know, zoning out and numbing out, then that, you know, recognizing that's a choice or you can take a step out of that and start a meditation practice or go for a walk, you know, ask yourself some of these deeper questions to really dig deeper into what's under 
that because a lot of times, you know, that victim mentality comes from trauma. And so trauma can be so under-recognized when we go into a dissociative place and, you know, we could go down that rabbit hole, but I'm not going to at the moment, but, you know, but to recognize that there is some trauma there and what is under that, you know, what are the emotions that are stored there that's keeping us like stuck in that, the victim mentality loop. And I think it's a problem for a lot of people in our culture, just because it's also something that's been ingrained, you know, it's been, it's sure. learned, learned behavior, you know, this learned helplessness. And it's something that many people get stuck in. So, but recognizing that you have a choice, so you could choose A or B, you know, which one is going to lift you up, which one is going to create change and get you unstuck from that pattern. And with compassion for ourselves, we have to hold ourselves with deep compassion and deep love and recognize that, you know, it just takes a little bit, even if you're feeling, you know, this resistance to having compassion because it's uncomfortable or, you know, but it's just planting that seed. Are Is there some willingness there to have a little compassion for yourself as you would somebody else? And that will only begin to grow and continue to evolve over time. Yes, I love that. Having compassion and just such gentleness and kindness for ourselves through this process of healing through the trauma, not allowing the trauma to be an excuse and to know that we do have choice in our healing journey. Mm-hmm. And you also had a choice, listeners today, to listen to Speak the Love. Thank you so much. And if you are interested in Stacy's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon. And I offer holistic lifestyle coaching. I've got a free video series called Journey to Abundant Energy on my website. That is on sacredpathyogaandreiki.com forward slash journey. Please check out the links in our show notes. And thank you so much for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-hosts, myself and Brenda. And a monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, please visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash Be The Love Podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions 
with a beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.